you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello, and welcome back to Our Manifestation Journey. My name is Mickey. And my name is Sam. We are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. Welcome back to the show. I am really looking forward to today's episode. Why? Because I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I. It's funny. I feel like we've, we've been receiving a lot of... I've been receiving, I don't know if you've noticed, a lot of feedback from... Listeners are like, I just love when it's the two of you chatting. Hmm. Like it almost feels like the old school episodes where we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> we still don't. No, yeah, we never show up and we're like, I have a rough idea. Um, a lot of it, of course, is these like life updates. But I want to, I really, really want to talk about this theme of not playing small. Okay. There's so much that's been uploaded, downloaded, I think, <clears throat> in my mind. <laughs> I don't know. That's such a long pause for that word. Well, it's, I feel like there's a lot that I'm trying to like explain and encompass in one thought. There's too many. There's too many things that's happened. Well, the last time you and I just did a one-on-one like this... It was, did we, I can't remember if we did one like this before or after I got back from Dominican. No. Is this the first time we've sat in front of each other since Dominican? Yeah. Okay. So because like, then, because as soon as that's feeling good. You can't, you, as soon as you came back, we did an episode with the boys. Yeah. And we haven't done an episode since, I don't think, or before. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we or I can't remember. Doesn't oh, matter. This is our first episode, just the two of us since the new year. Yeah. A lot has happened in the last couple of weeks. Like, I was stuck in a hotel. <laughs> yeah, you were. For Christmas. Yeah. What? Like, it was crazy. That was strange. It was so, so surreal to be... I should tell people if they don't know, if they're not following on Instagram. Excuse me. So Mason and I decided to take the kids on George's first day of, uh, first day not in school for Christmas holidays. Uh, we had this bright idea to take the kids like Christmas shopping. Cause we're like, okay, they like, they get spoiled like by their uncles and aunts and, grandparents and everything we're like they need to know what it's like to give so like let's go and the boys can pick out presents for people and you know so they can understand what it means to give and so we decided to take them across this is two days before christmas the 23rd um and you know it we were having a really great time like we were just you know we went to the mall and i can't remember we went to a couple other places but yeah, it was fun. Like, we were having a lot of fun as a family. Boys were too afraid to go talk to Santa. It was weird. Santa <laughs> was in the mall. There was no line. Because, like, I think post-COVID, people are just nervous to go sit on Santa's lap. Because who knows who was there before and if Santa has COVID, right? Really? Like, oh, yeah. It was strange. 
I thought want... it might have had something to do with the fact that we were having, we were getting a storm. No. Because... Maybe, maybe. But like Santa's not wearing a mask and like the kids were sitting on his lap, like the ones that did go. So I'm like, I just perceived it as, maybe you're right, maybe it was both. But we yeah, were getting, say, it, th- there was a storm warning. Yes. Yeah. And we were getting prepared for it over here. Mm-hmm. And there was like rumor that the ferry was going to shut down because of the wind. And Mason and I were like, well, we'll keep an eye on it and we'll go across and we'll try to get back over as soon as we can. Like, we'll just go over for a couple of hours. We'll come back at like four o'clock in the afternoon and we're at the mall. And then we get a, um, Mason gets a text from someone saying that the ferry shut down at two o'clock in the afternoon. And they said that they can't set sail again until the winds die down. And if you like look at the weather network, I'm like, so tomorrow, like it's not running again tonight. Like they're just shut down. So we're like, okay, what's plan B here? Like, what do we like instantly? You kind of have this idea of panic. Like, what do we do? Um, but I was telling you, my experience was really different because I remember contemplating, should we go as a family? Should Mason go, just go by himself? Should I just go? So should just Mason and I go? And the idea of the four of us going like lit me up. Like I was like, yeah, no, the four of us need to go. And there was no doubt in that. There was no fear in that. It was just like, no, this is going to be, it's going to be really good. We should definitely all go together. And then when the news came in that we can't go home, we have to stay on the mainland. I was like kind of at peace. Like I was like, okay, (laughs) like I could freak out right now because I don't know what's going to happen or where we're going to stay. But for some reason, this feels like it's supposed to happen this way. And so (laughs) Mason's like, he was upset at first because he's just like, I've lived on the ferry my entire life and I've never had this issue where I couldn't get home, right? Like, why is the ferry shutting down? Um, anyway. This is, can I share my perspective on this? Just this, just the beginning part? Sure. This is what's really funny to me because I... So, I woke up that morning... <clears throat> Nick, first thing that he says is, oh, they're expecting 35-foot waves on the lake. That's never happened before. Right. Mid-Lake Ontario? Yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. For those of you who don't know Lake Ontario, it's massive. It's not like... When you picture a lake... You can see it on a map, like a global map. Yeah. You can see it from space. It's like a mini ocean. Yeah. Like, it's not your typical... Like, you can't see one side to the other standing on the shore like it's well, there's huge. like 100 isn't there 100,000 lakes in Lake Ontario something like that you can't see them from space in Ontario yeah not Lake Ontario there's 100,000 lakes in Ontario yeah you can't see those ones from space right but you can see you can see Lake ones. Ontario from it's huge yeah so just to preface it if just google it yeah. <laughs> you'll see how big it is yeah yeah and a little fun fact it's actually one of the smaller lakes out of all the Great Lakes yeah Anyways, so he says that in the morning, and the first thing he did when he got up, like, he literally read that, woke, got out of the bedroom to tell you guys. Yeah. To warn you not to go. Right. And so you guys go over anyways, and then you hear the news that the ferry's not running, blah, blah, blah. 
and you're surprised and you're problem solving and everything. It was like, I feel like you were divinely guided to go over there because despite the warnings, despite all of these things that were telling you, hey, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. You ignored it. Yeah. And felt really good about that. And felt really good about that. Yeah. I think that that is so valuable. (laughs) I think that's so important to the story because it was really smart. That you guys in the long run, yeah, Yeah. you guys will hear. You're going to explain it more, but I just feel like that's a really an interesting way of looking at it. Because was I surprised when the ferry shut down? No, right. I mean, it all added up. It all made sense. Right. But for you guys, it had to not make sense. Right. (laughs) Otherwise, we wouldn't have gone. Otherwise, you wouldn't have gone. You were like, you would have been like, oh, we should stay here because. The down the hatches. Be, yeah. Yeah. The ferry's going to be locked down. We shouldn't go over. Like, if you had a really known, you wouldn't have gone. Right. So I just feel like that's so interesting. It's such an interesting And piece. both Mason and I were on the same page about it. Like, we were both like, yeah. It's I not know. like he was like, told you. Like, we were both like, oh, yeah, we'll get back in time. Yeah. I know. I and love we, that. Because it was so, you're going to explain it. But yeah. So like, Mason really ended good. up finding a hotel room, like, on the water like where we could see the island you couldn't see it though because it was this crazy storm it was like a big blizzard that lasted a couple of days mm-hmm. um and by blizzard you mean like white out crazy winds like mm-hmm. just like crazy winds um so yeah he found this hotel room it was he told them our story that we were stuck and it was, you know, the day before Christmas Eve kind of thing. And they were like, okay, well, we'll see what we can do. And of course the hotel's not that busy. Uh, so they, um, they gave us a king, a two bedroom king suite, uh, with a kitchen and a living space. Um, for the price of a regular room and it was on the top floor and like it was like really nice yeah two king size beds so the kids shared one and then we shared one and it was really amazing and this hotel had a pool Uh so the kids were like pumped so like when we told them right like we're like okay guys we can't go home because the ferry shut down and they're kind of like looking at us like okay well where are we going (laughs) like we're gonna go to a hotel and it has a pool and like the look on their faces like they were like it has a pool like they were so pumped Mm -hmm. so luckily we're in a mall so we're like all right pivot toothbrushes toothpaste deodorant underwear boys swimsuits i got a swimsuit (laughs) Everything was there that we needed. See, like how oh, it's crazy, right? So divinely orchestrated. It's not like we were in the you middle found it of in a mall. I know we weren't in like a forest. <laughs> you know, we were in a mall. Like it's yeah. like okay, get all the things you need, get all the things we needed, and then yeah, we went down to the hotel, and I mean, the boys were so happy, and like I could see like the pool room had all these big windows. And, oops, sorry, had all these big windows, and I could see. Um, the storm getting worse and worse. And I was like, I think we're going to be here for two days. Like it just was like, there's no end in sight for this. Hoping not, but what do you do? Right. You don't have any control over the winds and the tides and the ferry. Um, so yeah, it was, 
it was super surreal to be there that night and watch like Mason and the boys jumping in the pool and they're like so happy and I'm wearing this new bathing suit. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so surreal. And then the next day, um, I think we ordered takeout that night too. And then the next day, uh, we were just really paying attention, right? Like to the weather, to everything going on. And the winds were not dying down at all. And there was a rumor that the ferry was going to try and do a run. So we were like, oh my God, like, you know, all this hope. Um, (laughs) We told Charles we were going home. He was like, no, (laughs) I don't want to go. I don't want to go home. I want to go to the pool. I want to go to the pool. I'm like, this kid's a master manifester. I'm like really nervous about this. Um, But we got word that the ferry was going to run. So uh, we had to decide at three o'clock if we were going to stay or leave the hotel. Um, and they said, you know, they gave us a late checkout at three o'clock. Like they're like, we can hold it till then, but at three o'clock, you're going to have to decide. So we're like, screw it. We'll just pay for another night. And then if we get to leave early bonus, that's fine. We just won't stay. So it was like seven and they're like, we're going to do another run. And we were like, duh. So we like grabbed all of our stuff, went down to the front desk and we're like, if we have to come back, can we, they're like, yeah, we're not going to, you bought the room. We're going to leave it for the night. So we go to the lineup and we're like looking at it and looking at the weather. There's like nothing posted on Twitter or anything about this potential ride happening. And I was like, this just doesn't feel right. It feels really stupid that we're sitting here. And I was like, you know, is this irresponsible? I'm 32 weeks pregnant or whatever I was, 33 weeks. I was like, uh, this would be really stupid if we did get over there. And the ferry shut down again for another eight hours or something. And I went into labor. Yeah. That would be dumb. Uh-huh. And then Mason was like, yeah, and I kind of feel better about being on this side for potential flooding or whatever with our tenants because we have a couple of rental properties, right? Yeah. So he's like, that makes me feel better too if like, if I'm on this side as well. You don't want me to play with that? I can hear the tapping. Oh. <laughs> so it's like maybe. I'm playing with a, what is it? It's it's a green stone. It's like for I think it was for my heart chakra. Yeah. Yeah, I'll stop playing with it. Um just thinking about Will or something. Will's like, what the hell is that? (laughs) (laughs) Um so Yeah, so we decided to turn around. Charles was so happy. (laughs) I was like, he's like, Can we go back to the pool? I'm like, yeah, we're gonna go back to the pool. So like they were staying up really late but then they're napping in the day their whole schedule is all messed up because it wasn't at home right mm-hmm. like it was just how do you entertain kids in a hotel mm-hmm. a pool naps back to the pool like that's <laughs> basically what we did and take out um because the the roads were crazy too yeah and i'm like can we even order takeout like are we gonna kill somebody trying to pick up some food for us like yeah. uber eats or whatever yeah anyway so we did end up staying there for Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I it mean, was weird. I know. It was such a weird feeling. I agree with you. Like, I had Christmas morning buffet. <laughs> buffet breakfast. You woke up back in a hotel on Christmas morning. That's right. Yeah. And then went down and had... Yogurt. Yeah. And granola. And, like, scrambled eggs from that tin. Yeah. You know? With uh-huh. a heat lamp underneath. Yeah. <laughs> Sausages and, like like this is weird like i guess people do that they go down to like all-inclusive resorts and that's like 
a thing, yeah. right? Like it's tradition. I'm, I'm sure for a lot of families, but it was like, this is, it's just not, yes. which actually kind of helped. Like my brain was like, I refuse to accept this. Yeah. And I was like, amen. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just not, it's not, you know, like yeah. we're, we, we are time traveling and today is a free day and tomorrow will be Christmas Eve <laughs> or today will be Christmas Eve and tomorrow will be Christmas. Like yeah. I was like, I just can't. My brain's not buying it. Um, and of course that day it got sunny and like, it was just like the storm had passed and like, we were for sure getting on the ferry and going home. Um, and so meanwhile here, yeah. Power was out. <laughs> you guys had the power go out shortly after the ferry shut down. No. Yes. Well, so when you guys were in the mall, basically. Yeah. The power went out. Right. And so, and it was you and Nick, yeah, and our mom yeah. and our dad, <laughs> yeah, who are our mom and dad are not together, right? Like we need to stress this, yeah. Being under the same roof causes energetic, what's the word? Resistance, <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it was fine. It really was fine. It was just. We were all in the same room for <laughs> days. Like the actual room because yeah. like heat and stuff, right? Yeah. So we had a generator. So that was wonderful because we, I don't know how Nick did it, but he managed to connect our radiators to the generator, which meant that we had heat in our bedrooms. Right. People were asleep bringing tents into their houses and sleeping in tents to keep the heat in. To keep the heat in. Right, so they right. bring their dog in the tent. So they would just like... Who did that? I, see, I saw it on Facebook. People oh were my God. recommending you bring a tent inside so you can like... Control the heat. Control the heat. Right. Sleep with heat. Right. So... That's crazy. I don't know. It was... We had... We, because we had the generator, we were able to power up some things. So we had cooktops and... <laughs> it. Uh, air fryer the air fryer was and the amazing. tv and we hooked up the tv yeah incredible yeah and our wi-fi still worked that was the weird part it's amazing yeah so it was it was fine it was just toilets you had to use buckets to flush yeah, them. yeah. that was not fun um, and no one showered for like three no days. shower <laughs> and all but the worst part about the whole thing was if you've seen where we live, we live on this lake. Like when I say we live on it, when you open our this front isn't door, a complaint either. Like it's like love living on the water, but when like we're on the water, the lake, it like, looks like when you open our front door, it looks like you are on a boat. Yeah. You can't see land. You are on the water. Right. So that was the scariest part about the yeah. whole thing because you you guys were the the welcome wagon from the winds of lake ontario yeah. like it saw you first yeah and then would see the other side of the island kind of thing like you yeah. guys are you like, guys are if you watch game of thrones in the episode with them at the wall that you guys are the front lines yeah <laughs> of the wall like you're it's, like the first people like, you know the last place you would want to stand right during this type of storm that's right it's like pick anywhere else yeah literally anywhere you not here not like facing the storm the storm yeah and the wind was 
violent. Yeah. Like, it. I have video of it. It's wild. The sound that it made. Yeah. And it wasn't, it lasted forever. Hours. Like, yeah. it lasted days. Yeah. The same sound. Like, we'd be watching a movie, and if there was a quiet part in the movie, you could really hear how strong it was. Yeah. And it, like, made my stomach flip. Like, it was so Yeah, like, survival, strong. like, subconscious is like, am I safe? Yeah, the yeah. house was creaking, which it doesn't creak. It's not a creaky house. No. But it was like, all right, all right, all right. For hours. <laughs> like, like, I went to bed the first night, and I'm like, just survive. Just survive tonight. Yeah. You know? Like, please so keep my, Like, I'm so glad I wasn't here. Right? Because as a mom with kids, that's really terrifying. It was really scary. Yeah. And it was loud at the hotel, too. We were on the top floor. So you could hear this, like, like this, like, shuddering. And, like, Mace was like, is the roof going to blow off this hotel? Like, he was concerned because there was a vent, too, that was clearly attached to outside. Mm-hmm. So you could hear, like, the, like, that, like, mm-hmm. crazy and there'd be gusts of it and like you could see there's a flag outside that was ripped and like you yeah. know like it was just you couldn't see across the lake to the island like yeah. nor- like you normally can um yeah it was it was loud where we were so i can only imagine it was insane like and the island would have been blocking you know the worst of it from it, off the lake yeah it was so loud it was so crazy well wow. nick got up in the middle of the night the first night just to see, just to check if the windows were still in like intact. Yeah, so the windows. Because yeah, we have those two big windows at yeah. the front that yeah. don't have a pane in the middle. It's just a big thing of glass. Glass. So I don't blame them. Yeah, <laughs> it was just <laughs> insane. There's like you guys had, had sealed in the the windows with tape and stuff. Like it was we to block put, the draft. We duct taped the outlets. The outlets. Yeah keep the heat in to keep the heat in <laughs> like it was it was wild yeah. it was so wild it, so like you said definitely meant to be because yeah like having the kids here that would have been stressful for me I would have put on my mom face and like made it fun for them but inside you, but you guys like, would have gone completely stir crazy no baths for the kids right going to the bathroom forget about it like it, it was no water to wash their hands like right. you know what I mean yeah it would have been so hard. Yeah. I'm so happy for you guys that you guys you <laughs> got to avoid went. it. Yeah. And then come back. Yeah. We had power. We had a pool. We boys were none the wiser. Mm-hmm. They knew nothing happened. And then, yeah, we came back technically on Christmas Day, but we viewed it as Christmas Eve. And you and I both had this, like, knowing that, like, the moment I got back, I, I, I assumed, I was like, I'm going to get back and the power's going to go back on, like, yeah. as soon as we come home. Yeah. And it did. It was like an hour, maybe two. Yeah. After we got I home. knew that it was going to. Yeah. I had so many things around me that were like, this is going to, the, the power's going to come back on. Yeah. And I was really, I was like full on convinced that it was going to come on. Yeah. People were like, oh, we don't know because so many other people have their power out, blah, 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 blah. I was just doing all the math. I'm like, no, think about it. We're on an island. The ferry's not working. There's how many people here? We're so vulnerable. Yeah. The province is going to send us somebody. Yeah. To turn well, the power on. The, there were, when the ferry started up, Hydro was on that first boat. Yeah. 
and they were there's like five trucks or something mm-hmm. for hydro work, which is, which is crazy. Christmas Day, they had to come and over I knew, and help. Yeah, like thank I you, knew, hydro workers. I knew thank that you, the solution to the problem wasn't going to be complicated. It was due to wind. It wasn't due to ice. Right. If it had been due to ice, then we would have been problem. Yeah. been a problem. But yeah. the power went out because. The wind was the wind was too strong. So it needs to, you know. I just, I don't know. In my mind, I was like, "This is such an easy <laughs> problem to solve. Easy fix. They just need to get there. They just need to get there. Yeah. They will solve it." And sure enough, and they did. An hour after you got home, the power was on. I was so like, we were yeah. like, "Okay, Christmas Eve starts now." Yeah, and it did, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was really fun. Christmas morning was awesome. <laughs> it was just really snowing. Great. Yeah, so magical. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was. And then that was everyone else's Boxing Day. But for us, it was Christmas Day and it felt like Christmas Day. Of course it did. It was lovely. Yeah. I don't know why. And it's probably somewhat annoying to people around me. (laughs) But I was like, Christmas is tomorrow. What's the big deal? Right. I just was so power is going to be like, I'm not going to do Christmas without power. Like I have to make a turkey. What? No, like not doing it on the barbecue. I'm not doing it. No. Christmas is happening tomorrow. Which is crazy because I feel like if we were here, we would have kind of felt the pressure to maybe try and make it happen. Yeah. But because we weren't, it's like, no, Christmas can't start till we get home. Yeah. Right? Uh And then the moment we walk in the door, two hours later, power comes back on. We're like, okay, Christmas starts now. Yeah. And it did. And it was amazing. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. So it was definitely divinely orchestrated. Yes. And it felt that way. Even though we tried to come home and whatever and then got turned around and went back to the hotel. You know, it just felt like, it felt like divinely guided. Yeah. And so. it, I mean, it was fine for us to be here. Like, let's say we were all in, on the mainland. Like, we would be like, oh my gosh, the animals. Yeah. Like, how, how, you know, and the house itself. How is yeah. that? Like, somebody needed to be here yeah. to watch this situation. Yeah. You know? So. And I'm so yeah. glad that it was the four of us together over there. And we don't do yeah. that. We don't have that. I don't know if we've done that. <laughs> Just the four of us had mm. like a staycation. Yeah. Nope. That's yeah. never happened. And it was really fun. Yeah. Like I said to Mace, like, I don't know. At one point, I think we went back down to the pool for the upteenth time. And I kind of just looked at him and I was like, we raised babies in a pandemic. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, we didn't do a lot of things. Right. As a family. Yeah. Because of the pandemic. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm like, I like this. This is fun. <laughs> like, I can be a mom like this uh-huh. where you do things. Yeah. This is great. You know, like, they're the boys are so happy. Yeah. And they're not fighting. Yeah. They're playing and they're trying new things and, like, they're entertained and they're happy. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, new experiences and... I'm like, I can be a good mom with this stuff going on, (laughs) you know, because like there was a big part of me that was feeling guilty about not enjoying every moment. Right. Like and not like kind of getting sick of the routine. Yeah. And feeling a lot of guilt around that. But then I was like, oh, we weren't allowed to go out and explore the world and have fun. Right. For the majority of my momming experience. Mm -hmm. Okay, cut yourself some slack. <laughs> like, and it was a great, like, really valuable lesson for me. I'm like, okay, gonna make an effort. Mm-hmm. Like, go out with the kids, like, take them out to do fun things because everyone's better for it. Mm. 
So that was, it was just a really bonding Mm. experience. Like, I mean, what what more could you ask for at Christmas? Yeah. So it all worked out. Yeah. Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I've been developing on my journey. If you've been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages for those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing. Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey, I would like a channeled message. I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends and even to people that she had met online. And I saw that they were life-changing and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, There was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity. And I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I, I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business. And from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So, yeah, they really are life-changing. Oh, thanks, Sam. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability. You do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy, ask your higher self what you need to hear, and then deliver that message back to you. If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. That's ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling, M-I-C-K-I-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-I-N-G. Your higher self is calling. Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. And now back to the show. Anyway, back to not playing small. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there was a lot, like so many lessons in that. In like you were saying, like trusting in the divine plan there. Yeah. Because I had no remorse. Yeah. Like I was a little sad Mm because I'm like Christmas in a hotel. What? This is where's my family? This is weird. I'm not enjoying that part. Yeah. Um, so that tripped me up a little bit. It was a little stressful, but for the, in the grand scheme, I was like, no, this is, this is good. (laughs) This is great. Actually, this has worked out perfectly, especially by the time the end of Christmas day roll around boxing day. So that was a big, big, valuable lesson for me. Um, and then coming off the heels of, uh, Dominican and all of my downloads Mm -hmm. from Dominican and, um, after our conversation, Mason and I had an opportunity to fly home first class and that was a really good experience for me in so many ways. Um, I think it was like 250 bucks a piece Mm. for us to 
fly home first class. And I was like, yes. <laughs> like, we need to do this. We need to do this. Like, and Mace was like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, I don't care. I'm putting it on my credit card. <laughs> we need to experience this. Mm. Just the two of us. Yeah, this is going to be good. This is going to be good for us. And it is. It has been. It's kind of crazy. Like, I feel it as an investment in my energetic set point in my because we've been learning lately right we took I took a course yesterday just a quick little it was like two-hour course with Andrea Crowder um, about mantras really what she's talking about is how to say things so your subconscious believes it yeah that's really what it's about yeah and so you need to tap into things that have happened to you and mm-hmm. like facts and like experiences that you've had when you're trying to evolve your feelings for the future mm-hmm. so you can like ground yourself in something solid something you have experienced so when i say i love flying first class yeah i've done it yeah <laughs> i mean i mason and i did do it years ago yeah and that was amazing but it's kind of hard to tap into that memory because that's like such a long time it ago. was a long time yeah. ago it's like 2011 uh-huh. that we did that uh and that's a whole other long story we didn't pay for it. We'll put it that way. The airline messed up, so we got a free upgrade. But anyway, so yeah, like that, I'm tapping into that experience now. Mm-hmm. When I say I'm a wealthy woman, I I am attaching it to that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So like those downloads have been, the downloads that I have when I was there have been really helpful. Like that sort of deciding and not looking back and being like, I'm making a decision and I'm moving forward with this decision and I'm going all in and I'm not taking no for an answer when it comes to my wealth mentality and expansion and awareness and wellness. And then Christmas happened. Christmas was over. I was very tired (laughs) at the end of all of that. It's just a lot of energy, right? People like, it's a lot. It was a lot. Charles' it was like, birthday. Go, 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 go. Yeah, Charles' birthday. It was just like crazy. And it all kind of died down. And then I had a low day, right? And I called you in. And I was just like, I need to vent. You're like, you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not okay. And I just bleh, like word vomited all over you. And it was these feelings of... Um, like inadequacy, Mm -hmm. these feelings of, what was the word? Defeated. Yeah. That was the word I used Mm -hmm. was I feel defeated. And it was because after the holidays, after Dominican, after Charles's birthday, I had $250 in my bank account. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how in the world have we been doing this much work? You know, I've like sunk myself into, immersed myself into this world yeah and i'm still here yeah what is going on like i get moments of deep belief moments of clarity moments of knowing and i i even that day i still had the knowing which is interesting yes even that day it wasn't like oh i should should just give up like Mm -hmm. it was like that's not even on the table I'm never giving up. Yeah, there's these moments where you're feeling like this, where you question, what the fuck am I doing? What is this? (laughs) Like, does it even work? Does it even work? What's happening? What? Why am I doing this? Yeah. This is stupid. Yeah. 
but then the, the the overriding thought, the thing that comes in stronger is, you know that you know is, where it's headed. Yeah, you know where it's headed. You know that this isn't going to last forever. Yes. You know that you're on the right track. You know that you're doing the right things. That yeah. still overrides it. But yeah, there's these thoughts that come in that are just like, what the you, fuck? Maybe you need to just give up on it. <laughs> Go get a job. Give up on all of it. It would yeah. be so much easier. Yeah. But no, like it's, that's not even an option. Like, it's just like, I can't, (laughs) I can't, I can't, I believe too deeply in the track that I'm on. Yeah. The road that I'm on. I can't, I'm not, there's no fucking way. Yeah. I'm giving up on this. And I was like, kind of looking at it. I was like confused because I know what my energetic set point is with money. Like I know it's not 200. It's usually around 1200. Mm. So I was like, this makes no sense. And that part of me was like, well, it has to go to at least 1200 because like it has to. Yeah. And then two days later, yeah, it was at 1100 something. Yeah. <laughs> I showed you, I'm like, want to see a screenshot from two days ago? <laughs> yeah. Like, but how did this happen? <laughs> and it was uh, a delayed um, e-transfer that I'd sent to myself to, to pay yeah. out an employee that I didn't realize didn't go through. So it was like a surprise amount that came in and I was like oh okay I was right I know what my energetic set point is right and it's just like a sigh of relief where I'm like okay it's fine it's fine like that's the one that I'm floating around but I've been working on increasing that lower limit but what I'm finding and this is kind of like I think this is the meat and the potatoes of this episode like and we've been talking about this a lot lately This idea of deeply believing in yourself and taking risks Uh and not playing small. Yes. This is my like goal for this year. Yeah. So it's twofold. It's taking risks. Yeah. But doing it playfully. Yeah. Not with like, you know, like taking a big breath and closing my eyes and jumping. Like, like afraid. Yeah. It's like, no, just to see what happens. Mm -hmm. Let's just do it to see what happens. That's the energy I want to play in. Like, just be like, let's try this thing. (laughs) Let's sell this course. Let's try this thing. Let's try this thing. Like, I don't, I'm starting to not care about how it turns out. Yeah. (laughs) I know that sounds silly, but I'm in this energy of just throwing mud at the wall. Like that's kind of what I want to do because I feel like I haven't taken enough action. Mm. Like last year was, I mean, last year for me was kind of twofold because I feel like I was still healing from the year before in my anxiety. It was like, it was debilitating for like months. I would say it took a year for my nervous system to chill out yeah and then it took it like another like even today I I had an acupuncture appointment today and I had inklings like PTSD of being on a massage table yeah like this is this could go south especially trying a new thing like acupuncture and him being like you might feel energy moving through your body and I'm like oh fuck (laughs) here we go (laughs) this is like setting me up for a panic attack awesome you know but I was like no like you get to be in the energy of love it's okay you're safe I kept saying that like you're safe you're rooted you're safe get into your heart space you're in the energy of love like I 
had these moments where I could go panic and I was like no we're gonna redirect this and shoot and I kept asking him questions I was like talk to me talk to me talk to me and that worked really well and then I would focus on the baby and be like just you and me bud like I was just anything that I could do to not let my brain go the other way yeah uh, and it did work but that took time that took like two years yeah for me to just down yeah. right like not not be worried about the anxiety taking over yeah because there was a good chunk of time where I felt completely out of control yeah um so I feel like last year was a lot of uh healing but also mental like like building yeah foundational um what's the word knowledge mm-hmm. wisdom like it was I did a lot of learning yeah. last year. Okay. Concepts, yeah. books, teachers, like listening to listening to podcasts, taking courses, like theory. It's like it was like we're gonna talk about school. It's like the first year was theory. Now this year it's like, okay, I'm gonna act this year. Mm. And this part makes me laugh because I'm supposed to be having a baby in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, I've set the intention universe. I've set this intention to attract an opportunity where I'm able to be creative and still take care of a baby. Mm-hmm. And it will bring me more money than I can picture right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm excited to be surprised by this thing. Because I'm like, I will act on it. And I keep saying that to the universe. Like, I'm like, show me what to do. Yeah. I'll do it. Show me what to do. Make it obvious. Make it clear. Show me. I'm here. I'm ready. Like, let's go. Um, and I have been acting on things. Like, I have been taking steps towards some ideas that I've had. But I think what I realized was that I was hiding behind the theory I wasn't ready to take the steps yet Mm -hmm. hiding might be a strong word but it's it feels I mean obviously we'll look back and it'll be like divine timing yeah I also feel like this theory and all of this knowledge that we've acquired over the last three years I've never felt more confident to talk about it and teach it Mm mm-hmm because I have acquired so much knowledge. Yeah. That's what I did last year. Yeah. You know? So it's like, you forget that other people aren't doing it mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. That only spend an hour a week on it. Yeah. When we're spending every day on it. Mm-hmm. Every day. Yeah. Like, I'm constantly reading and learning. And I wake up in the morning, I'm like, what do I want to listen to? It's like Joe Dispenza or Abraham or like, I'm just, I'm immersed in it and yeah. I'm learned so much. Yeah. And I've, you don't realize how much you could teach on it mm-hmm. until someone asks a question and then it's like, yeah, we're off to the races. Where do we start? Like, yeah. which book, you know, like, and what I've noticed from other people is this theme of playing small Mm. And I think I've been doing it too. Mm. And I don't want to do that anymore. Mm. And as a projector, I'm supposed to be seen. Yeah. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to get out there. I am. I'm just supposed to show people what I'm doing. Yeah. And I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Like, I'm like, doing what? 
<laughs> just talking, being like, I, I don't know. And that's, that's kind of the energy I've been in. Like I want to share, but I don't know what people want to hear or see. Hey, if you have an idea, send us a DM. <laughs> Be like, I'd like to see more of this. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm getting to know myself in this idea of quote unquote worthiness or enoughness or um believability yeah. in my own abilities yeah you i do know? know what you mean okay i'm gonna take yeah my kind of spin on it let's hear it i've been talking a lot <laughs> um it's good it's soundboarding it's part of my human design it is part of <laughs> it's part of your authority it's, it's my mental yeah and Lord, I've, I've done a little bit of <laughs> human, human design. design research yeah research uh it's part of your authority yeah. your in your decision intuition thingy um okay yeah so this idea of believing in yourself we hear that phrase all the time we've been we've been even here we've heard that phrase since we were kids Kids, you, like tv shows sesame street yeah right like it's basic teachers will say it mr rogers like yeah basic like believe in yourself believe Anything in yourself can happen. yeah everyone and, says it on the academy award stage you know like, yes just believe in yourself and everyone's like yeah we've heard it yeah i don't think we understand what it means amen sister go on <laughs> i always thought i did because i'm a proud leo confident i'm right you're, you're a very confident person yeah they're like you are enough i'm like i know yeah you know like yeah. why wouldn't i be like i've always but that i think has been like a deflector or something it's it hasn't been serving me right because i'm not walking that walk right you're so, just like yeah i know i do that but you don't actually right. do it it's like a, as soon as i say that it's shut down right it's like i already do that next yeah it's like no you don't though because <laughs> yeah. if you did you'd be seeing more results you'd be your life would look different that's right yeah you need to get out there more you need to give your show your gifts more like yeah. all these things and yeah anyway go on i i pre preach sister yeah so believing in yourself i think what it really means is you getting behind whatever it is that you're selling so <laughs> or doing or yes yeah creating I, I chose that word specifically that word selling because it refers to whatever gifts you have to share with the world well and you need to believe in that sale yes exactly <laughs> your own sale your own sale yeah yeah the, it's gonna be this is actually a really tricky conversation to have because the words am i okay yeah the words aren't enough um and of themselves to explain what i'm trying to say so yeah. i'm going to try my best to and say. i'll see if i can beef it up if i can but it's like you you getting behind whatever it is that you're selling so if we think about salespeople, the people who do the best believe that their product is going to solve the person's problem that's right they fully you can't convince them otherwise well, it's, that's how we feel about manifestation and right. like energy work right but it's how we feel about a lot of things like yeah. it's how you feel about your relationship with mason it's how yeah. you feel about um your love for your kids right like it's like 
It's so it's certain so in your body. Yeah. Like it's so ingrained in body. Yes. Natural, easy, like breathing air. Breathing air. Yeah. It's so effortless. Yeah. It's just like of course I love my kids. Of course I love my husband. Why are we even having this conversation? Like right. Right. it's this confidence on it it's it um what's that word? It deletes that word. It deletes the word confidence. It deletes because it's like it's so given. It, it is. It is. Right. So when you have this not this knowing for yourself, your yeah. abilities, your gifts, what you what you're here to share with the world. When you have that full, like full on confidence, like you know who you are, you know what you're meant to do, you know what your gifts are, you know how it's going to benefit the world. Then you are unstoppable. You cannot be anything other than successful. Like they say the key to success on social media is being consistent. I can tell you why that is right now. It's because the the person who's doing it is obsessed with what they're selling. They're fully committed to what it is that they're selling. It's not the fact that they're consistent on Instagram. They're consistent behind their own energy, their own creation. They're consistent with the with their creation right they're like they're blind they're blind to any being anything else right you know i think about any guru who teaches anything amanda francis teaching money courses Catherine zinkina teaching money courses they're all successful because they're like what i have to share is mind-blowing it's mind-changing game-changing gold is it maybe not It depends on the person, I think. It might not be. And how they they perceive the information or if they follow through or they've served thousands of students. Yeah. They probably have like a hundred success stories, right? They've way more than that. It's a fraction though. Yeah. Right. It's a fraction of the people who've gone through it. There's a fraction of people who've actually had right a life change or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've taken all these courses. Has my life, you know, completely changed because of them and what they've had to sell no but that doesn't matter it has helped me in some ways i'm not disregarding what they're selling yeah i'm just saying the reason why they're so successful is because they they're all in they've conquered the imposter syndrome yeah they've conquered that doubt yeah and uncertainty in their body yep They are all in. And they've done a lot of work behind that. Like, if you listen to any interviews or anything that they've done, it's like, Catherine, I was listening to an interview with Catherine today with James Wedmore, and she was saying she did eight months of intense subconscious work Mm -hmm. before she saw any changes at all. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's what it takes, right? Like Joe says, like, you're... Joe Dispenza, you know, he says that you're, um, you're, you're changing who you are. You're rewiring your brain. You're becoming a new person. Yeah. You know, and I believe that's what I did last year. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I believe that that's what that was about. Mm -hmm. I think it was about, um, acclimating and becoming. Yeah. That's what I'm going to look at 2022 as. Plus, I mean, I was pregnant the whole year. (laughs) (laughs) And you're still pregnant. I'm still pregnant. Yeah. This is the last time, guys. It's the last time. We got a couple weeks, and I won't have to say that again. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was pregnant the whole year. Like that, you know, there's a good, what, 12 weeks between the two pregnancies where I was down and out. Like I had no energy at all. And like, I don't know, like looking back on all of it, I'm like, there was just a lot of healing. There's a lot of rest. Yeah. But there was a lot of downloads. Yeah. There's a lot of perception changes. And even towards the end of this year or last year, because it's 2023 now, uh, the intention was set to say like, I'm ready to be this new person. Yeah. You know, I'm ready to let it go and I'm ready to take action. Mm. What's interesting about this too, Karina has been talking about this on Instagram recently about where the sun is Mm -hmm. and the (laughs) gates that it's moving into. Yeah. Why are you laughing? It just was like a detour. It's a huge detour, but it's not. Yeah. So she said, going into the new year, it was about the root chakra and pressure and like the fighter. That's what she was called. It was the sun was in the the gate of the fighter. Uh, It's about like kind of looking at things and organizing them and like fighting for a cause, right? Like going towards like deciding what's important to you and going for it. But she said, today, the sun moves into by getting this right ambition it's like the gate of ambition yeah so you're thinking about like long-term goals and like yeah. where you're gonna go from here and that's it's funny it's like she'll pop on instagram and say this and i'm like this is i've already been feeling this yeah. and she's telling me how i'm feeling right she's validating <laughs> so it she's totally I'm yeah. like it's fascinating to me how yeah. the planets have that much influence on how i'm feeling yeah And this is the year of abundance, Mm -hmm. which again, very curious. I'm having a baby. It takes a lot of time. I've had two. (laughs) The first couple months with a baby, it's pretty consuming. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're pretty preoccupied with something. Yes. Uh, It's difficult to mind your business when you're with a baby. Yeah. So I'm very, again, I'm so curious as to how this is all going to shake out. Yeah. I have deep, of course, trust. I really do. I mean that when I say it. Yeah. In the universe and the divine divine timing of it all. Uh, But yeah, it's my dominant intention for this year to receive. It's like I want to remind myself, you know, like. You decided you were going to take action this year mm. as much as you can, mm-hmm. but only if it's fun. Yeah. And I'm excited about it. And it's like maybe a little scary, maybe a little out of my comfort zone, but it lights me up. Yeah. Like that's, I'm like more of that, please, you know, like send me opportunities and like networking opportunities and events and ideas that make me feel playful and fun and excited Mm -hmm. and also get paid for yeah like that's the energy that's the vibe yeah so is it a coincidence is it the suns is it the planets is it what's happening or is it an accumulation of everything maybe it's just exactly the way it's supposed to go yeah it is the divine it is it is interesting i mean i love um katie j our friend katie j's approach to this she's gonna be on the show soon yeah yeah which is, she's doing a surrender experiment for herself, yeah. which I think is really fascinating. But yeah, I think this whole thing of believing in yourself 
I think it's a gradual process. Yeah. I think we try to foster it or we try to um, recreate it in ourselves. We try to, you know what I mean? Like we try to go, oh yeah, believe in myself. Okay. Like it's right. It's, we try to, it has to be a conscious thought. Like we try to conjure it up. Yeah. You know, and it's, I think it, it might be a gradual thing. I'm, I'm just going back to this whole thing because I think it's so important, especially during this time of year when we're setting goals and it's the new fresh year. And um, we think about people in this world who don't have a problem with thinking that what they have to offer is awesome. Yeah. And how well they go, like how well they do. Yeah. Where they go, where, where they get in this world. Like, yeah. Hashtag white men. Like they just... <laughs> They're, They're like, of course I'm awesome. Of course what I have to sell is great. Yeah. Why are we even having this conversation? You know what I mean? Have you had conversations with these types of men before? Yeah. You know? Like, like, have you thought about life insurance? And you're like, no. And they're just like so into what they're <laughs> telling. And you're like, I could not be bothered. Yeah. Right? But they're yeah. so into what they're saying. You yeah. Know? I find real estate agents are like that. I've bumped into a lot of met white male real estate agents. Mason and I were on a uh, a bus, uh, like commuting for a wedding, and we got sat next to this white guy real estate agent, and he was just like super sure of himself. Oh my god! Like the world revolves around real estate. And yeah. everything that's going on in the market, and the amount of houses and condos and shit that he sells and it's like all he can talk about like yeah. he's just like this is who I am yeah and like he's on the phone all the time and you know what I mean like, just yeah. like duh yeah. like and so yeah me and my buddy and then we got into the, this company with these investors and then we sold a big part of it and yeah. now we're raking in like he's just talk money like he's blah, 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 yeah. like it's just normal for this guy yeah Mason and I were just like wow like yeah. it's just such a different life that this guy's living yeah so yeah this is, what, I knew this is what I wanted to say I'm so glad you said that okay women have a problem with this and yeah. I'll tell you why it's like I'm so confident I know the answer <laughs> um we don't want to cause anybody any problems right we don't want to make anybody take a risk or feel uncomfortable or feel uncomfortable yeah or make them feel regret right or right. we don't want them to experience and neg- have a negative experience with us. What if they take the course and it doesn't serve them the way that yes. they wish it would? And then yes. they're disappointed. And then mm-hmm. I didn't deliver properly. And then yes. so I'm do a big I fully, fat failure. Right. So do I fully believe in myself and what I have to sell? Nope. Not if that's how you think. Right. Right. You have to believe in yourself so much that you don't even care if people benefit from it. <laughs> You don't even care. It's their loss. Sorry you didn't get it. Ten other people did. I don't care. Like, it's that kind of attitude. Right. You know? Like, this... It's not my fault if you don't do the work. It's It's not my fault if you don't get it. Or it's not my fault that this isn't for you. Right. This isn't... I don't care that it isn't for you. I'm creating this thing. I believe in this thing. Yeah. If it's not for you, fine. But that's not a reason for me to stop Mm -hmm. doing this Mm -hmm. you know yeah and that stops so many women because we want of course we want people to benefit from it of course we wouldn't want to cause any regret or remorse or buyer's remorse for whatever it is that we're creating so we just don't we just avoid that because we don't want to cause anybody pain yeah i think women are so 
like they don't want to take risks like that, especially when it involves other people. Yeah. It's we're nurturers. We're like, let's take yeah. care of the tribe. Yeah. If I can avoid pain for you, I won't do it. Right. I'm not going to do it then because I don't want to cause well, it, pain. pain for you causes me pain. Yes. Right. Like yeah. I'm too empathetic. I'm yeah. too like, oh, no. Like I've even had. Oh, no. I did that. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I've even had, you know, when people say, oh, you could get a grant for that. Yeah. Or you could just, um, you know, apply for a business loan or like a business grant and have somebody else invest in your company. My immediate thought is I don't want them to take a risk on me. Right. Because that'll be a lot of money that they lose if I don't do if I don't do it well. Yeah. Right. Yes. I feel the same way. Like 100 percent. I and men would be like, let's do it. Yeah. If we lose the money, whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, there's always more money. Oh you can God. always make more money. It's, I mean, true this story. wealthy person, like, they don't care. Like, there's just no. Yeah. You know? I do. So we care so much about people and their feelings. Yeah. That we're not willing to step outside of that. We're not yeah. willing to, like, risk yeah. it, you know, yeah. and fully believe in what we have to offer. Like, yeah. fully. In your gut, 100% believe. And the problem I think that we have is like, we hear the call. Yeah. We hear the calling to keep moving forward, but we're so afraid to keep moving forward just in case of the destruction that we leave behind as we move forward. (laughs) You know? Like, we're so, but we're like, but I hear this call. I have to keep walking. I have to keep walking, even though it might cause destruction. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I do know. I just had to like get that all out. I'm glad that you did. Of my brain. <laughs> Believing in yourself. It's, yeah. It comes with a lot of stuff. It is normalized in our culture to spend money on birthdays, weddings, and funerals. But why don't we invest in our labor? The most intense, magical, life-altering spiritual event of a woman's life. Think about it. This should be treated like the miracle that it is. You wouldn't just start running a marathon on the day of the race, would you? No, you would prepare your mind and body for this physical and intense event. Labor is exactly the same thing. Mickey here, if you didn't guess already. As you are probably aware, I am currently pregnant with my third baby boy. So yes, that means I have had the pleasure of birthing my two sons, George who is four and Charles who is turning three very soon. And yes, you heard me right, I said pleasure. Both of my labors were actually pleasurable because of this amazing program. I am so excited to introduce it to you. The program is called Love Your Labor. When I initially heard the name of this program, I thought it was nuts. But it turns out I actually genuinely loved both of my labors. And I know that sounds crazy, but I'm actually looking forward to doing it again. I know, just like, let me explain. The creator of Love Your Labor program, Corinne Brown, was a naturopathic doctor and a doula before she started her online business, Brown Roots Love. After having three boys of her own and being on the front lines in labor and delivery, Corinne has created an incredible program for giving you everything you need to have an enjoyable, empowered, and beautiful labor experience. Not only does she give you practical ways to prepare your mind and body, but she even has a module to help manifest 
like manifest your ideal labor conditions complete with meditations and visualizations. How perfect is that? I have used this program twice before and Mason and I will be using it again this time around. Love Your Labor taught me how to physically prepare my body, how to handle contractions with breathing patterns, acupressure points, and even put myself in positions where Mason could help. He was absolutely integral to my laboring process. He was able to actually cut my pain in half with a specific technique that she teaches you. With knowledge on how my hormones work, I was able to progress my labor quickly, both times, which actually blew my midwives' minds. <laughs> they were like stunned on how much I knew and how quickly I progressed in both of my labors. I was so educated about how labor works that I could communicate clearly to my team what I wanted and genuinely enjoy the entire experience. It absolutely changed my life. With Love Your Labor, you get six modules, one for labor prep, partner prep, breastfeeding, birth prep, how to overcome obstacles, birth manifestation, and protocols for everything you can think of, like natural induction, medical induction, epidural relief, cesarean relief, VBAC support, and so much more. You deserve to have a beautiful birth experience. For me personally, it's the most spiritual experience I've ever had in my life. And investing in your knowledge, confidence, and mindset now will not only improve your personal experience, but it will energetically support the new little soul that has chosen you as a gateway into this physical world. Whether you want to have this baby at home or in the hospital, this program will give you everything you need to make informed decisions about your labor. That's the key to having a beautiful labor process. You need to be educated and informed. You need to feel empowered going in. Make your birth experience something to treasure for years to come and purchase Love Your Labor today. And for you, OMJ listener, make sure to enter the code OMJ for $100 off your purchase. Yes, you heard me right. $100 off if you type in the code OMJ. Just use the links in the show notes and it'll direct you to exactly where you need to go. Sending you and your little one all of my love, Mickey. And now back to the show. I want to talk about this one last concept before we wrap up here because I found it really beneficial after taking Andrea's course. Um, I'm going to link it in the show notes too. I don't know if it's available available for purchase yet. It might be. Uh, she had this masterclass on like mantras, like the do's and don'ts, right? The types of mantras to use and the ones not to. And like I said earlier, what she is saying is that mantras, the, the metaphor she uses is, remember when you put a CD in the CD player and then it would just spit it back out? Yes. That's what your subconscious does. Right. And you try and feed it a mantra that it doesn't like. It's like, nope. And yeah. it like spits back out, which is hilarious that she used that. <laughs> dated metaphor yeah so good um but the thing that really stuck with me when what she's talking about with affirmations in a way that I've never heard it before is your body when you're when you hear an affirmation or you think a thought pay attention to how it feels in your body mm-hmm. Um, so like, do you slump over? Do your shoulders get smaller? Do you feel tightness in your chest? Like, is it like, is it like a dense feeling or is it a empowering feeling? Do you feel your chest puff up? Do you feel your shoulders go back? Do you feel like a sense of, of, um, 
ease and relief. Power. Like, ah. Power. Power. That's the word that she used was power. And that's not a word I've used before, but that's kind of a masculine word. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's not something that I've considered up until this point in terms of how it's supposed to feel in my body. Do I feel empowered? Mm -hmm. She says power or pleasure. There's Those are the two that you're supposed to feel. And if it's not, if it's like <laughs> regression or like, like dense. Yeah. Negative energy. Yeah, like restriction. Restriction. A disempowerment. Yeah. Right? It's disempowerment. Shrinking. It's small. Mm -hmm. The smallness. This is where the whole thing comes back around, right? So today I was practicing this in the car. It was kind of fascinating. Like while I was driving, I would do something and I have a thought. And I was like, ooh, where do I feel that? Right there. It was like my chest or my stomach. And I was like, that doesn't feel good. And then I was able to turn the thought. Uh-huh. And picture something that has happened to me in the past or whatever. So, for example, like I'm a wealthy woman or um, money has come easily to me. And it's like, when did that happen? What was it a specific example for when that happened? Right. Like she gave that strategy mm -hmm. and I was able to do that. And I was like, oh, that feels better. And I could feel my body getting bigger. But also the other thing she suggests, it was this like exercise with a balloon Um I don't need to go into detail with it, but basically what it entails is like, feel that feeling right now, like the negative one, like bring it all up, that gook, that crap, like bring it to your awareness. Like I'm feeling small lack, fear, uh, insecurity. I'm feeling it all right now. So like let it bubble up, take a deep breath and then like blow it out mm. of your face. Um, <laughs> so like, that's what I was doing today mm. and I could feel it get better. There's like a, it's, there's a whole visualization mm. with it that I'm not going to get into right now. Um, but it, I did it and it like really helped. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, and the visualization is really, really good for your subconscious because if you tell your subconscious visually that it's happening, your subconscious can let it go. So it's almost like another way, she's like another way of describing it is like like Tinder, like where you swipe, swipe left, that's no, right? So right. she's like, just do that with your thought. Right. Picture it in your brain, like put your hand out like you have a phone in it, swipe left, Right. it's gone. Or like blow it out into your hand and visualize it turning into a piece of trash. Right. Throw it away. If you do that visualization for your subconscious enough times, it's going to buy it. Yeah. But if you just say like, no, go away, thought. Mm -hmm. Your subconscious is like, why? It's like you have to do a ritual or an action to release. You it's have to trick your subconscious to thinking that thought's gone. Yeah. It's so funny because that's part of what I'm going to be teaching in the yeah. class. Perfect segue to end the yeah. episode. Mm -hmm. So, and as well just kind of basically. Uh, so, what Mickey's talking about these strategies of, I'm calling it transmuting these energies. Yeah. So, like this, you you experience a trigger situation, which evokes this negative energy, a thought in, which triggers the emotion. Yeah. In your body. But it's in your body, so you experience this like, right? right. Like this thud, and it's somewhere in it's your like body. It's like putting numbers on a piece of paper that mean nothing. Put a dollar sign in front of it. Right. Literally, that's yeah. all you have to do. Yeah, exactly. You'll be, you'll be triggered. Yeah, by that. Exactly. It's kind of crazy, right? Situation or like take the take the numbers off a piece of paper, put them on a screen, say yeah. they're in your bank account. Bam! Like yeah. all the thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> all of your childhood trauma suddenly just lands in your lap. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we're going to be inside this course that Mickey and I are putting on. So today's Monday. You're listening to this on yes. Monday. Yes. Um, the course is happening Wednesday, but you only have till tomorrow to sign up. Yes. Tomorrow at 6 p.m. I'm cutting it off at 6 p.m. Okay. Because it's just, I'm not going to wait till midnight because it's just harder to, I want to like, anyways, <laughs> that's behind the scenes stuff. Um, tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the deadline to sign up for this course. Inside this course, I'm going to be teaching a technique. Well, I'll, okay, I'll go back just a little bit. So we're doing, we're doing three days live, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, January 11th, 12th, 13th. The first day we're talking about strengthening your relationship with yourself. A lot of this con- kind of conversation. Yeah. Um, it's a really good uh, topic to start on too. Yeah. Like it mm-hmm. kind of feeds into the other two yeah. days really well. So. Yeah. Second day is strengthening your relationship with others. Yeah. Um, and then the third day is building a relationship with source. What does that look like? That one is so, I mean, they're all really good. That yeah. one's just like very exciting to me anyways yeah it's a good skill yes so that's on the third day so the first day though i'm going to be teaching a technique where we're transmuting these negative energies so the situation happens you feel triggered there's this energy in your body what do you do with it how do you what what happens so i'm going to be teaching a technique that i've been using very similar to what mickey described yeah um just now so that should be fun yeah and yeah you want to say more about it? Yeah, the the course itself. Um, this is kind of the final day to even talk about it before we launch it on the podcast anyway. Um, it's, it's called um, How to Live a Purpose-Driven Life. And what that means for us is how to let joy um, be the dominant vibration of your life. Mm. Right? Like, yeah. That's what it's about. I like how you put that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you live in your greatest expansion, your authentic self, your highest expression of joy daily? Uh, And maintaining these three, what we found, what we've understood over the last three years, we've kind of boiled it down to this little formula, which is maintaining these three relationships in your life. You need to maintain the one with yourself. You need to maintain and know how to execute a relationship with others meaning friends family lovers and strangers like you need to know how to relate to them (laughs) it's like it sounds kind of basic but like it's not because people are tricky like it's challenging um but i feel like it's something that we've been able to hone it's something that we're gifted at Mm. honestly i know that sounds like we're tooting our own horn and don't get me wrong we've like ended relationships like I've ended relationships in my life um but it was for in my opinion for all of our expansion that's why we did it you've done it too um so not settling you know like that kind of thing like just understanding how people work how people tick how to see them for who they are how to not try to change them all that kind of stuff we've got like a ton of different strategies in that day Um, on how to not let others fuck with your vibration, (laughs) right? Like that's kind of what that day's about so that you can stay in alignment and stay on track. So that's kind of like the negative side of that. But the positive side of that is like how to like work with others, like how to like uh, best utilize 
play with their gifts as well, right? Like it's like kind of two sides to the coin on that day. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be, I think it's going to be extremely valuable um, to understand how, how we've been able to health healthily. That's not a word. Uh, Sounds like a good one. It should be. <laughs> um, how we've been able to maintain extremely healthy relationships in our lives. Uh, it's something that, like I said, has come naturally to us. And I think it's time to share how we do that. So that's that day. And then, yeah, the third day is how to talk to source. Yeah. Which, I mean, I feel like goes without saying on why that would be beneficial. <laughs> but, like... If you need to know why, that would be awesome. Um, to receive messages for your own path. Yeah. If Direct you're messages, confused or, yeah, like, what do guidance, we do? Guidance, clarity what to do tapping into your future self like right yeah (laughs) tapping into an ancient intelligence that has your best interest at heart and is willing to give you what you need to move forward yeah in this beautiful life and my goal here is that you learn it and you take it and you run with it yeah you know get better than i am at it that'd be great you know Mm -hmm. like you you gotta do what's best for you in your life yeah like wouldn't it be great if you had this secret cocktail in the back that's like, oh, I take this and now I'm a superhuman because I can able I'm I'm talking to life force energy. I'm talking to the universe and they're telling me what to do. Yeah. So you don't need to seek that outside of yourself. You yes. can just tap in on your own. Yeah. So I've been teaching Sam how to do it. We actually put out a reel today or yeah, today, today. while we're recording this, but not Monday. Um on uh, a little session that I did with Sam and it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was eye opening for me to see what's mm. possible. Um, and like coaching you a little bit and like showing you my strategies and my rituals and like what I do and yeah. to see it work for you. Yeah. is really cool. Validating for me too. Yeah. It's like, okay, like this is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> This does work. This teach people. This isn't just me, like you know, thinking I'm talking. It's like no, you you're starting to feel the difference too between your thoughts and source. And yeah. So yeah. So that's what the last day will be about. But the thing that I want to drive home here is when you are having a healthy relationship with source, people, and yourself, what that will automatically result in is the alignment with your purpose. Mm. That's the byproduct. Um, why do we want to align with our purpose? Because that's why you're here, mm-hmm. right? That is your greatest joy and expansion. That is what it means to fully express yourself as a human being. Right. That's what we're trying to teach here. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, where do we want to go? We want to be in alignment with our purpose, right? You get born, poof, you're born on this planet. <laughs> what do you want? To, what are we doing? We're aligning with our purpose. Great. How do I do that? These three relationships are how you do that. Mm. Period. This is what we've discovered. Right. So we want to help you do it. That's the course. <laughs> In two, three days. Yeah. Three days. Tomorrow, two days. You have till tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to sign up. That's right. So you have till tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All the information's mind. in the show notes. So go have a look. Poke around. Poke around our website. Do what you got to do. Um I highly stress with this, like, you know, if you don't feel called, then like, you know, don't do it. But if you're curious and you're like, um, that curious is a good word. I usually find anytime I feel the call to 
look at a course or like buy one. I'm like, I'm, I want to know what's in, like, I'm very curious about what's going on in there. I want to know if that can benefit me, you mm-hmm. know, like, so curiosity is a good word. And that calling, that knowing, mm-hmm. right? This mm-hmm. is a good practice for your intuition. Yes. Right? Is. Like, it's yeah. like, ooh, like, talk about it with someone even. Like, see how it feels in your body. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking about doing this. I don't know. Do you want to do it with me? Like, maybe there's like, I don't know. I can't I can't really explain it. But that's how it feels for me when I sign up for a course. It's mm-hmm. like, it feels right. Yeah. So let it feel right. If it feels right, don't ignore it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the key here. <laughs> listen to your body, listen to your knowing. And uh, we hope to see you in there. Because mm-hmm. it's the first time we've taught this course. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's so much. I mean, I don't know. Speaking to source. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put a number on that? We've done it. But like, you know, maybe it's yeah. a little low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty valuable skill. Yeah. Um, and even if it's something that, you know, you can't sort of tap into right away it's something that we want to teach you over time like gradually how to tap into it so it's like if you feel like oh my god I'm not capable of doing that you are I'm telling you you are um and we want to tell you you know no matter where you are kind of on your um journey with meditation or intuition or whatever um it doesn't matter where you are we can help you get to a place where you you are receiving those messages that's Mm. the goal yeah yeah sounds good feels good Mm -hmm. so yeah you have tomorrow to sign up and i don't know what else to say like the next thing after that is like a baby (laughs) yeah (laughs) for me you guys are on uh baby watch yes right baby watch i'm so excited yeah we'll just yeah we're gonna kind of roll with it with the with the podcast and i don't know i don't want to like make too many promises because i don't know how it's gonna go but I'm gonna. I want to do my best to stay. Yeah, I know you do. On top of everything, because I yeah. just love this show so much. Right. It's my favorite. Yeah. Thing to do. So. Yeah. <laughs> if I can, I don't know. I'm like, part of me is like, <sighs> being creative makes me so happy. I know this podcast makes me so happy. Yeah. So I don't want to give it up. Yeah. I'm like, if this is the only thing I do. Yeah. While having a baby, that makes me happy. Yeah. You know. So I don't want to give it up. Yeah. So I got to, I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Might be nursing while we're on the show. That's <laughs> just be like, he needs to eat right now. So we're going to, we're just going to do it. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you've listened this far, that was juicy. Yeah, that was. There's a lot. A lot in there. Lots going on in there. Um, and if you related to anything, if you want to, you know, if you felt like you gained anything from this episode, please DM us email us whatever you want to do we will answer it is mm-hmm. us that you will get a hold of um share it with a friend or leave a review because if the more reviews on apple podcasts that we get um the more exposure we get mm-hmm. and the more this can get into other people's brains too mm-hmm. so if you feel inspired a review is lovely mm-hmm. and as always you have anything else you want to say no okay i'm gonna end it uh as always we wish you a life filled with joy and abundance and we will catch you next time bye bye thank you so much for listening today there are literally millions of podcasts you could be listening to and you chose ours so thank you if there was something that resonated with you today 
this is your reminder to share it with someone you know. The whole point of OMJ is to inspire others to design their lives exactly the way they want it to be. No settling, no excuses. Our story can spread faster and farther if you help us out. We also love hearing from you. Send us an email, send us a DM, or screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. If you want more OMJ, visit our website at OurManifestationJourney.com where we have free downloads, our reading list, upcoming events and courses, and even where you can book your channeled session with me. It's delicious. Go check it out. If you want to take this relationship to the next level and be among other souls who are looking to connect, support each other, and evolve their manifestation consciousness, join the OMJ Facebook community. In this group, you will receive exclusive offers and have access to online live events. The music for this podcast is provided by the amazing and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the very talented William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life filled with joy and abundance. And we will see you next time on Our Manifestation Journey.